Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Geist the Sin Eaters Chronicle Eerie Quiet on the Western Front. This is Episode 4, Bloody Emergence. Greetings, foolish mortals. Welcome back to Occultus Anonymous uh, as we do some more spooky stuff. We are mere hours away from Halloween month, the official one. We all know Halloween starts on September 1st, but we're we're ready. We're all here. We're strapped in, strapped down, strapped in, ready to do ghost stuff. Um, we, as always, are brought to you by Rule20, uh, the Onyx Path, and all our ghouls and gals out there in Patreon land. Um, a special shout out to Adele, Al, Alexander, Alsrith, Bernie, Buck, Chandra, clawing at the doors of death, Doc, Eerie Loud on the Western Front, mm-hmm. Emil, Gunzuso Rally, George, James, John, John, Josh, Camo, Catfeathers, Klaus, Crazy Man, Long Live the Queen, Magnus Dinrod, Math Theorems Better Than Necro Theorems, Melissa, Michael, Milo, uh, Ms. Grumpy, Moku, Mozart, T Minor, uh, Nova, other guy. Paradox means you're doing something right. Perry, Fug, Porter, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Sean, Shiksara, Karen, Thomas, Toast, Vortex Falcon, we're Marley and Marley. Woo! Yes! <laughs> Zoltan and Ethanalis. Uh, when last we left off, our uh, intrepid band of uh, ghost arenos had uh, done gotten up to some gotten up to some stuff last time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They they talked their way out of the clutches of the priestess of the withered grove while getting some hints, some ideas, some theories about what they might be. Um, and making vague promises of offerings of German blood to the soil. Um, they then uh, met with their uh, fabulous and fabulously wealthy uh, benefactor um, who went off and built them uh, or built the town of Ypres uh, a Jewish cemetery um, to have more room for people to be buried under their uh, proper rights, um, which had the side benefit of establishing a new Avernian gate uh, that the crew could go through and try and figure out what had blocked the um, the gate at the, um, the big ancient Catholic church. Um in journeying through the underworld for the first time in the upper reaches, uh, Stafford Quincy Jones got the crew fabulously lost, uh, stumbling into the nest of some sort of horrific creature um, that was like a hermit crab using a, a, a very large skull as a shell. Um, 
And then uh, when we left off, they had, um, crew had managed to find their way out to the backside of the Avernian Gate, which was blocked, um, clearing the rubble and, and fixing the gate, but noticing that there were large claw marks rent into the um, tunnel and um, in, in, into the gate itself. And um, Dorothy had managed to use her powers of Oracle to see a vision of a large ghostly wolf uh, replete with fangs and claws and opposable thumbs um, which had destroyed the gate and the tunnel and uh, the last bit of detail that we noticed was that it had a saddle on its back as it disappeared back down into the dark of the underground um, let's pick up from there right at the just inside the inside the gate I think Cody is like trying to figure out do we need to hunt that thing? I'm worried about it getting through. Also, I have a concern whether this was just a natural thing that happens sometimes down here or if this was part of a larger plan. You think all chthonic beasts are so unsaddled? Maybe. To say we we did just see a hermit crab out of a skull, putting something wearing a saddle, the ghostly beast of who knows what happens down here. Like ghosts, I have an idea about, but these things that are native, hmm. things dredged out of our very nightmares. Effort Quincy Jones strokes his chin and says a good point. Perhaps the saddle is mere representation for the burdens it carries. That which drive it into this chaotic furor attempting to depart hellish. Actually prompts me we definitely need to check with the guardian geist. Hmm. We should at least warn him about this and that it had been clawing at the inside of the door but couldn't get through. That's right, because it was Possibly. trying to get through first and then got pissed off and wrecked the and, tunnel. Like, wrecked the tunnel, yeah, because there were claw marks where it had been trying to break through the gate itself and bent the gate on this side. Yeah, it did a, let me in, let me in. Yeah, but still failed to get through. Could it go through when the gate opens for a ghost to pass from this from our side to this one. Perhaps we should all roll into cult. Or is she not a bad idea? We have these dice. We should use we them. have a special. We can roll dice sometimes. So that's fine. And ghosts. Well, especially in ghosts isn't a specialty in the underworld. Oh, I know. But if this counts the ghost. Minus three. You have no occult, Craig? You're the uh, worst! How are, how are you a ghost? Yeah. I was president of the Garden Society. <laughs> I appreciate I, it, Craig. Yeah. 
I just like how being part ghost hasn't Prompted increased your interest. Knowledge. Yeah. yeah, but it's not like you just get a memory cube inserted, right? Like, well, yeah, but like, start to ask questions, right? It. Yeah, you, you kind of could from your geist. That's true. Yeah, he's not really the intellectual sort. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Could have learned something along the way. Still got a success, though, which is yeah, better yeah. than Cody. <laughs> I'm not suggesting hey. legitimate, Greg. Yeah, you'll kind of put your heads together, and Cody tries to help. Has some ideas that get sort of... Mm, maybe, keep tr- maybe not keep very important. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, um, yeah, you, you know for a fact that ghosts from above never come back. Hmm. But something big enough. Well, there, there absolutely is a uh, an example. Each of you have of a ghost that has made its way out of the underworld um, by being powerful enough. Some sort of bargain or opportunity. Certainly, something could make its way back above. Um. And I think the let's see. Yeah, I was trying to figure out, like, if the gate is a one-way when it's open, or if it's open when it opens. Um, I think it is open. Provided something has the ability to go through, right? Well, there's a big ask. Um, Guardian Geist on the other side. Right. Whose sole existence is to murder anything that comes out. (laughs) Something would either have to have a potent instinct to make it want to do that or be well prepared and planned that mm. I think is the kind of the, the consensus you all come up with um, and from the from the vision of this wolf it could be either or both mm. um should we yeah. try to follow it I think that might be a next step after we report in and ask some questions. I think I noble benefactor should apply a little more hands-on effort in this particular situation. We we can certainly ask. <laughs> Does he look like he's ever applied any hands-on effort? Hmm. Perhaps to wipe his own buttocks. But I'm the jury's still out on that. I, I haven't seen it happen. <laughs> Just saying. Oh, be surprised if you did. Cody's like, yeah, that was that was a joke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I mean. So what are y'all doing? I think Cody made the... Oh, actually, because we still have to... It's not like Cody can just pass back and forth. Well, no, because we do have the key. So getting out later... Yes, yeah, okay. no problem. You can open this gate and no problem. Yep, we can exit and talk to the Guardian guys. Yeah. That's what you all suggested. Well, yeah. I think Cody may... Never mind, I'm not going to do that because that's just putting Cody out of the game for a minute. Uh, it's like Cody's just going to sit here and, and watch this side. Do the same thing oh, on the other yeah. side. Yeah. He's, he's going to turn into a um, a, a swarm guardian geist of <laughs> yeah. small creatures and just hang out in the in the ceiling of the underworld. Mm. 
That's not going to break his mind. It'd be fine for him. <laughs> for now. Yeah. But no. Uh, yeah, I think Cody, you know, Cody basically volunteers to go talk to the Guardian Geist. Um, we could just exit that way mm-hmm. and talk yep. to the Guardian yeah. Geist. Let it know that the gate's clear. The dead can move through it again. I want to see if they actually are. Mm, that's true. Actually, go check that other Vernian gate. That might be what Cody needs to go do. Because he is the sneaky one, and I want an excuse to go fly. Did, didn't you also instruct one of our subordinates to monitor that mm-hmm. gate? Well, to so. see if anybody went that Whoops. way, I don't know that they can necessarily see ghosts. Yeah, they're okay. watching the yeah, hole in the middle of No Man's Land, right? Right. Yeah. You, do you have crew members that can see ghosts? I wasn't sure if we grabbed a crew member or a soldier and said, like, watch this you space. Can also yeah. put a ghost there to do the same thing. Also, yeah, we basically had I thought we had that area watched like someone watching yeah, yeah. the ghosts Absolutely. to see if they move or more come. Or if something happens to them while we're not watching. Yeah, it sounds like we need to go talk to subordinates and our superiors. Yeah, guardian guys, then subordinates. Then Mr. Well, let me not say that. Um, So, yeah. Who opens the gate? Uh, Cody will. With the key of uh, stillness. Yeah, Cody kind of just reaches out towards the gate and just in his hand appears. I'm trying to remember what the other descriptors of that key are. 124, by the way. Like jet black. Um, Almost like obsidian. Um just kind of appears and it's mm. it's wavering in and out of existence and, and uh, uncertainty and um, the rest of the um, like tunnel around you kind of shimmers and reacts in accordance to the, the key and the gate swings open in towards you um, and the remaining rubble and the claw marks sort of just gloss over Mm. and go smooth Um, the the underworld writing itself under this bit of power Um, and that kind of shimmery plasm green curtain Um, portal that we've talked about uh, is there and waiting for you to step back into the light. Cody, Uh, I think, makes it dramatic after y'all kind of motion, (laughs) but he's currently mute. Yep. Um, You all step off into the light and there is a uh, 
not much more than a boy, but in uniform, sitting on one of the headstones not far away. Mm. Um, and kind of in that sort of perfect timing that you've seen happen around you a few times now. Uh, he is looking away when you step out and then turns around. It's like, okay, now that's just weird. <laughs> oh. I received orders to pass you this telegram. You know when he does that. Okay, I'll just reach out and take it from him. Um... The telegram says, step six feet to your left. Okay. Yeah, read that out loud and then do and it. And a bomb hits right where you were standing. Whoa. Oh, um, and it is that, with that that concussion kind of snapping you into what's going on, you see that, uh, you hear that there are planes in the air, mortars flying, long range guns being deployed on both sides. Um, and you flip the telegram over and um, it says now get to the front you're going to be needed what happened to the guy that gave us the telegram no he's fine okay no I didn't just like introduce this guy to get blown up for no reason it'd be good though that would be Dorothy's first concern is, is yeah okay? yeah no he's okay he's like okay. I mean he's Obviously, very rattled. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Cody un, un shoulders his uh, rifle and like nods to Stefford, puts his hand on Stefford's shoulder and follows Stefford. All right. Sounds good. And Stafford right. will start walking towards the front. Uh, probably running. Probably I am. Running. Yeah. Sorry. Just like lift up moving and moving off. towards <laughs> yeah, the yeah. front. Hey. And there are in haste. Yeah. As you're moving, you are seeing what can only be described as a push forming. Oh. Um, people are moving forward. Barracks is barracks are emptying. Um, there is a concerted effort. Um, and it is all pushing uh east and north. Hmm. Um which you would know is directly towards the path of uh, the Withered Grove, or where it last Ooh. was. Oh, great. We have so no chance to tell anyone to not go there. And Cody did. Yeah, yeah, Cody, yeah, Cody, Cody passed along some things, but like... Whether they actually listened is a whole yeah. other thing. And, and yeah, exactly. Like, they might be willing to listen. Like, the scouts might be like, yeah, okay, we're definitely not going back there again. But, yeah. But the whole army is yeah. charge. Yeah, the the lines are being pushed uh, in a concerted effort. And there is, I mean, it is, it, it descends into chaos as you're going forward. Another another line of, of um, trenches each time, right? And, and the, um, the cannons and guns and stuff are, are being pushed forth across like iron bridges laid across the trench to get you know the next few the, the next six feet up so they can hit that much 
closer to the lines and stuff like that. And yeah. it is a, you're seeing, not for the first time, um, the, the the game of inches that, that this war has become. Um, and by the time you uh, rendezvous with the rest of your uh, Project Persephone folks, um, you know, the, the actual, like, soldier deployment with you and everything like that is ready to like follow orders with you and and ready to make a strike um and um yeah i think uh from this uh, i wanted to try and do more of a, a broad scale uh sort of thing of like what are y'all's plans of actions in a, in a, in a grander scheme um, to to help through the course of this battle or the next like hours um, kind of abstracted um, um, yeah, Dorothy would be focused on trying to keep people safe okay. um, and I know Oracle doesn't work this way at rules as written but kind of lean into that to try and predict like where dangerous places are going to be and try and help people that are in those situations. Sure. Um, maybe into surrogate to try and keep her boy safe. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, give me, um, what do you think an appropriate role for that sort of thing? Um, wits and I think there's a really predictive thing. Why don't you do... Wit Survival plus Synergy. Mm. Okay. Leaning in on pulling a little bit from um, from your Geist. Just a little bit of hint of Oracle. Not a full, like, prediction of what's going to happen, yeah. but but instincts and, and his, like, war instincts as well. Um... Hey. We take those. All right. Um, so yeah, Dorothy, I think is is running back and forth along that like last line of trenches, um, and leaning in, pulling on some of the instincts of um, shit. Just forgotten. Just like uh, calling warnings right before a shell lands. Yeah, like just or... grabbing people and hauling mm -hmm. them to the ground like a second before a bullet whizzes by. Um, you know, evacuating uh, a group out of a like out of a corner that they've like all hunkered down in right as like some gas canisters get launched over and stuff like that. And um, Yeah, just uh, effective but not supernatural or um like totally supernatural sorts of ways and and by the time that people are reacting to how did you know or think you know thanking you or whatever you're already like moving on to the next thing right mm -hmm. um how about adelaide um moving forward a bit and definitely going to try to put up the boneyard to redirect people away from the grove. 
especially yeah. since I have no escape. I can literally stop them from getting to it. Yeah. Um, imagine this will be incredibly taxing to try to do it on this many people. But like the role doesn't, the role applies to the land. And it just mm-hmm. says you affect the things in the land. Yeah. But yeah. So I should be able to do this. Um, but yeah, basically I've got my other nurses kind of covering for me, like mm-hmm. the other ones in the crew, while I don't do any nursing and just kind of concentrate on moving chess pieces on this board. With my main focus being keep our people away from the patch of land that is the grove. Um, are you venturing out closer to it to put up the boneyard or are you going like massive scale? Uh, I was going to make it real big. Okay. Um, yeah, spend Ooh, a bunch of plasm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of plasm. Takes a while to set it up, but Okay, so if you spend five. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, up to five goes up to university campus, small town. Yeah, that's that's going to be the size you're talking about if you're still like safely in the trenches trying to do this. And then um, yeah, I'm also hoping that would give me like a um, eyes on the the thing underground. Or that's in this area. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so that's going to cost... Is it only five, or do you have to spend the initial amount? These five replace those first three. Yeah, the, okay. the table in, in No Escape replaces the table in the first dot. So I spend five and roll Synergy and Boneyard. Mm-hmm. I also realize, because you know where mm-hmm. people are, you're also a great dispatcher. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, are you using a key or anything here? I'm trying to remember what I find my ghost's key. Yes, the key of cold wind. Mm-hmm. Does that apply? You can always use it. It's just whether or not you're going to take the doomed condition. Um, I don't know that. What's your other one? Did you decide? Uh, the key of chance. Which I mean, that's kind of work from less trying to keep people. Yeah, I think key of chance is definitely risky yeah. if you want to use that one. On the battlefield, where thing is so yeah, 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 sporadic. Sure. Add dexterity to your roll. And it will power. Okay. Uh, um, does adding a key make it um, uh, exceptional on three? Yes, it does. If the haunt's usage matches the key's resonance, it yeah. becomes, yep. So that's an exceptional too. Here's that one. Uh, da, 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 da. sorry, I'm bouncing around a bunch. 
Um, 121 resonance. If the haunt's usage matches the key's resonance, yep. Okay. Yep. the haunt becomes exceptional. Mm-hmm. For Boneyard, I think that's just you get it a refund at the end. Okay, I see. In order to actually do the no escape part, I then have to pay again. You have to pay an additional, right. But you also got free plasm from the key. Oh yeah, that was three free? Mm-hmm. So in other words, you could spend the five to make the huge area and then three on that penalty thing. Like, I don't want to really... I don't want to penalize our people. Like, I don't want to leave them at a disadvantage. I just kind of want to discourage them from going that way. Yeah, yeah, You're able to, to do small poltergeist stuff. Um... Uh, and yeah, you can uh, at any point do the eyes in the painting by spending a plasm and transfer your seeing, hearing, smelling, and tasting to anywhere in the boneyard that you have cognizance of. I definitely want to do that and mm-hmm. look at the, the thing mm-hmm. underground. Yeah, might uh, perhaps loop back on that. But for now, yeah, you're able to kind of guide a little bit of the sort of charge across no man's land to to kind of steer clear of that a bit. Like, obviously, if people don't have another path, they're going to be going through it. Um, But um, and yeah, I think especially your folks in particular, you're able to, to to protect very well. Um, um, Stafford. What Stafford wants to do is take um, Cody's temporary muteness as an opportunity to avoid just being another source of violence in the conflict. So he's going to stick with Cody uh, and aid him in giving orders and directions to the other soldiers. And he's hoping that in the course of doing that, jagged shards will recognize that he'll get his fill of blood soon enough. And Cody is just, or sorry, Stafford is just trying to delay when he'll have to give in to the hungering and the rage. Uh, Related, just because... We're teaming up here. Um, we're making a push. We're out of the trenches then. You have been called for to do so, yes. Okay. Um, but especially the two of you can can take notice of the um, the things that are going right around you in mm. small ways to recognize that you are within the boneyard of your companion. Fantastic. Um, like, so, yeah somebody trips at just the right moment mm. that kind of thing like yeah you don't get shot right that makes sense uh cody's gonna spend four plasm and, and, and get big Ooh. Okay. i still got my 
Uh, this is call. Mm -hmm. So four more size, four more health and two more strength. And I still there have my go. armor up because it lasts until my Geist gets shaken out of it. Hmm. And <laughs> Cody's going to go be a big, scary target. Have you had the call on this entire time? Is that what you're saying? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. This is when we got to. Oh, OK. Yeah, because when we stepped out and I was like, and I'm mute and I realized I technically still have call on. Oh, um, yeah. Have you been uh, running for these people while a blood beast? Um, yeah, kind of a blood beast. That the armor one doesn't cause breaking points. The size increase does. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, sir, I just thought you were drenched in blood for reasons. Yeah. I'm going to retroactively have something else have been going on inside that. Uh, mind of that soldier that soldier yeah yeah it's like hi guy what yeah yeah he didn't uh, notice is, it I, I mean this is we'll say weird. He didn't notice I, it. that's kind of weird like when we exit that's kind of weird noise yeah <laughs> uh, well um okay yeah uh, call, yeah so call is great that more, way <laughs> more than usual you you are given a wide berth as people are um Yeah, not not <laughs> looking to be close to this. Nope. Whatever this is. Yep. Meanwhile, Cody is prepared to shoot any man who comes at him with a uh, with a stick. Because <laughs> that Bane man, <laughs> I realized afterwards, I was like, call and that Bane are a problem. Mm hmm. All right, so you spend four plasm. Mm -hmm. Gaining size, gain four size. Mm hmm. Two additional that's, strength. That's big, my yep. guy. Oh, yeah, that's well, real big. Co Cody's okay. whole goal here, and I'm ready to dump the rest of the plasm if necessary, is just going to be like, oh, my God, shoot it. Hmm. OK. Cody's died before. Um, it sucks, but he'll do this again. Yeah. Okay. With that much armor, too. You're probably going to be all right. I guess your outlook is different when dying is like, do you have any idea how much that stings? Like, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you just like Hulk out, get real big. I mean, you go from size five to size nine, yep. which is like. Like 12 feet tall. I mean, bigger than that. Yeah, hang on. Let yeah, me find the, I mean, the size traits. Like elephant sized? I think so. Suddenly we have a, a blood giant. Mm hmm. Oh, okay. Not that big. Oh, yeah. no, but that's speed factor, not size. Shoot. They don't have size in this book. Quick to mage! <laughs> because I know right where that is. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, so 10 is a moose, 10 is okay. a sports car. Yeah, you, you, your size of a horse. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, just, that's still a big boy. He's a big boy. Because you're also still like bipedal, so you're like more tall and... Yep. Yeah, okay. Just having a little fucking 
Attack on Titan moment here. A little bit of that. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I legitimately wrong. Not quite the right size, but I was definitely having the Dr. Manhattan bit mm. in Vietnam. Just mm -hmm. like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to suck. <laughs> I'd rather it be me. OK, cool. Um, and 10,000 right. soldiers on the front all have breaking points. Yeah, not, not, I mean, yeah. to be fair, they were all probably. I mean, they're going to have breaking points. Generally, yeah. by the end of a battle, anyways, just yep. from like gore and stuff. So, yep. Uh, this may okay. as well happen. Yeah, okay. Uh, Chris is over here. Time to throw his notes out again. Yeah, Sorry, here bro. we go. We don't have a masquerade to abide by. It's fair. It's fair. <laughs> you have not been told not to do this. So, um, if you would like to retcon and be like the night, no, no, I okay. love it. I love it. It's a stupid idea. I love it. Um, <laughs> Put my Chris yeah. pants on today. Tell me, tell me what. You, yeah, exactly. Uh, what is your actual actions through the course of are you just charging in and just fucking stomping on some dudes primarily yeah Co cody's okay. cody's tactical goal right is mm -hmm. cross to the enemy trench and get in that trench start throwing german okay. bodies and be like starting with the mace just yes. throwing bodies around yeah. flying sure. there okay yeah, he, yeah. um we're gonna just do a down and dirty combat sure against a platoon of Germans. Sure. Um, I guess it's probably more brawl than weaponry. Oh, you know what? Hang on. Don't I have something with call? So I only have one charge left, so I'm not wanting to spend that. Otherwise, everything goes away. Yes, so I will spend additional plasm as needed to basically turn the uh, normal unarmed brawling attack into lethal damage. Actually, you okay. know what? I don't think I'm going to even do that just because he's more concerned about I mean, yeah, this is more moving. of an abstract mm -hmm. overtime thing of how much you're doing. So. Okay. I don't think you have to worry about that particular thing. Okay. Uh, strength, size, uh, willpower, plus two strength. Okay. That's probably yeah. it. It doesn't look so good, guys. Hmm. Um, go ahead and take two lethal. Sure. Let's spend two plasm. Is too bashing. Are you taking into account the armor you have? I'm sure Chris has done so. Yeah. Armor negates damage afterwards. Right. Yeah. I, I know. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Because we're abstracting this. So I we're, figured yeah, Chris we're just. Going oh, I see. Okay. I misunderstood. So. Gotcha. Sounds good. Yep. A little bit of damage to you. Uh, you definitely get shot a lot. <laughs> and in an abstracted, in a non abstracted sense take a take a lot of damage but the armor and the just ferocity and stuff that you're doing um you 
You are a very good distraction. Yep. I don't know that you accomplish that much actual damage and, and chaos of, like, making everyone else's attacks better, but, like... There is less firing happening specifically at, at your group of folks right. that you're kind of lead the charge for. Yep. Um, that kind of leaves Stefford open to do what Cody would normally do and give a little bit more order and fantastic. alleviate the violence yeah, uh, side. Perhaps, perhaps that's where with the with all the craziness that um, Cody leaps into. Perhaps we we have uh, Stefford kind of try and keep everyone in line and not freaking out from the blood hulk yeah absolutely distracting them a bit through um attention to discipline reminding them of their training and an opportunity to make a good account of themselves reminding them that this is what they've been waiting for to push across the trenches the more ground that's Required, and the sooner they end the push, the closer they will be to their goal. Dispatching the enemy, getting a good night's sleep, returning home to their loved ones safe and sound. They must do it. There are many horrors, though. They must <laughs> abandon sight of, ignore, accommodate for <laughs> the sake of rigid attention to the circumstances in front of them. And this Hulk is merely a figment of the horrors they've experienced for months and years. Several people have just died around you while this speech is ongoing. (laughs) It is a fucking chaos. Yeah. But let me see that roll and see how it goes. All right. Sounds good. Can I roll presence expression? Yeah. All right. Uh, I think perhaps a, a minus two for the situation. Sure. Works for me. No worries. For yeah. the podcast, folks, I roll eight fucking dice. I get zero successes. <laughs> Ralph rolls up. He's like, I'm going to roll just six. Gets three. <laughs> Tell me how this is fair. Uh, the dice giveth and the dice taketh away. They do indeed. Um, There was a little like leather goods shop at the Ren Fair. They went to and they had dice trays that were embossed with all sorts of DM adjacent slogans. And Oh, yeah. That's One great. The dice give us and dice take it. Yeah, that's Fantastic. great. Fantastic. That's wonderful. Um, oh, brief aside, I just noticed that unlike the mage sheet for roll 20, when you click on an attribute, it is highlighted. Mm-hmm. Remember how the mage sheet, we would click on the attributes and they wouldn't be highlighted? The guy's uh, sheet is yeah. highlighted. Uh, uh, yeah, used to work they, like that. They used to be, uh, yeah. That's something yeah. broken up. Broke. Yeah. yeah. I think when we get back to mage, uh, mm-hmm. we will have updated to this new version, yeah. so okay, yeah, this cool. is a different version than what we were using on the OA roll okay. twenty. Um, I caught that the other day. Ah, okay. Um, yeah. So in a, I don't know. Uh, in a very like, I'm pulling on some 40k shit here. Um, <laughs> like in a very like death core of Krieg sort of moment. Like everyone's <laughs> gas mask down. Like oh, yeah. just pushing. Like the at the you have to kind of like wheel everyone around and and push not directly towards the uh the direction that cody has gone off to be blood hulk at but the the germans have pushed through and you end up like in like bayonet 
range mm. um, and you're just like I think waving your officer's pistol around and, and full like commissar sort of style mm-hmm. like you want to live forever sort of shit that you're trying to yeah. pull <laughs> and uh, yeah it, it ends up paying off well and I think um, you you end up driving pushing over top of this this German force um, and pushing a few of them back off to the north towards the towards the grove mm. and as they retreat under under fire and other units kind of swarming in from from their flank uh you just see them all oh my god like an entire like probably 100 people disappear oh jeez um it's and... fine they're on our side <laughs> uh Ash, this happens at the very edge of your boneyard, uh, Adelaide. And um, you... Well, I guess if you haven't actively put your your senses over there, you don't necessarily hear it. But uh, the audience at least gets a good, a good uh, foley work of crunching and crackling and creaking wood and... Uh, some very, very brief screams. Oh my um, and but what you do sense and start hearing, even through your your perception of your your natural body uh, extending into this boneyard, is that heartbeat going faster. Great. Um. Yeah, I want to try to look at it. Okay. Because they did say. The priestess said there was an end goal mm-hmm. for feeding it. Yep. Uh, yeah, I want to. I want to look at it. Um. I had, my descri- I had described it as somewhere between, like, an egg, a geode, and a womb, mm-hmm. and in this very like amber stricken through with veins of of blood um uh you can see that whatever is growing being fed being revived um is like pulsing like in time and very just like those red like sort of veins of 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 blood or rock or whatever they are, um, are are pulsing through, and there are cracks beginning to poke through the edges of it. Um, and the you know we had kind of described this like big like egg shaped cavern around it, and it is just stacked up where the the, the bones and the skeletons and the bodies have, are like getting ready to touch it. Hmm. Yeah, before they were like built into the wall, but now they have added so many that they mm-hmm. that they're piling. It is okay. Um, do I see any sign of the priestess? Um, not within your boneyard. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna pull my perception back to myself, and mm-hmm. just in my head, that is very much literally. I'm going to close my eyes and do like this because my eyeballs are going away. Right. <laughs> and reappearing down there. Yep. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, pull my eyes back in uh, and that's, just start. That's great. I love. Mmm. Mm. Just, just like pulling your your, your look down so your, no one can see your, your gas mask down to cover yeah. your face and I'm like. I'm going to point out to the folks at home that that is not part of Boneyard. That's just Ash being weird. <laughs> I love it. Um, but yeah, and so attempt to start relating that to people. Like if I have a runner that can find these three, just like it's hatching. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only message I have. Get prepared. Yeah, I think the the message gets to Dorothy still like at, like on the trench lines and stuff like that, um, and to to Cody or to uh, to Stafford. Um, someone comes running up. Uh, part of or one of the ghosts comes running up. Mm. Um, um, still like in uniform like this is somebody that y'all have just like anchored up and like drafted into like well you're no longer part of that platoon because that that platoon's gone you're part of mm-hmm. our group yeah um and just a simple message of uh it's hatching oh actually that's true because boneyard gives the open condition so when she does this the ghosts are just like we could we could do extracurriculars yep. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, so, uh, Dorothy, the message gets to you. It's hatching. Mm -hmm. You hear Stafford shake his head, grimace, hollow, and say, delivered from powder, creature, tortured, ungodly birth. Um, what is Dorothy's reaction or next steps? Um, the idea of that thing hatching does not fill her with a happy thought, so would be making her way towards the the grove to see if she can be of any use there. Sure. Um, yeah, you you make your way through, and the the fighting has has shifted back away from there a bit now. Um. Or everybody who was fighting is everyone gone. was fighting there is now not there anymore. Right. Um, and you just sort of calmly walk out into sort of the same area where you had been before. Vague direction of the farm. Yeah, I'm looking um, for anyone else in the crew. I say Stafford gets Cody's attention. Probably at this point, um, Cody loops back f- to get some space for another charge or something. Yeah, exactly. I would say, um, even juggernauts need rest. There is something that demands our attention more than you weathering the onslaught. I think Cody just probably like, okay, I can't, I can't communicate with anybody. So mm-hmm. at this point, it's best to just follow orders and. Yeah, mm-hmm. he says. Yeah, you can nod. Yeah, like more specifically, Cody can't have a conversation about what we need to do. It's like Stefford's headed that way. All right, covering. And he says, uh, he says, let us go to witness the delivery of that to which we have begrudgingly contributed. 
<laughs> that's when Cody figures out what's going on. It's like, oh, okay. Um, and you start feeling a rumble underneath your feet. Oh no! Not good. Um, Dorothy, you're a little further west, having guessed that everyone would have pushed further. Um, and I think you kind of are a little further, like north and, and west, coming into the grove from from the side rather than from the, the bottom that the um, that Stafford and, and Cody are coming from. Um, and you end up just sort of... It would almost be peaceful if you didn't know what had happened here. Um, it's rather quiet and um, sitting on a stump that obviously shouldn't be there um, is that deer skull masked visage of the priestess of the Withered Grove. As we approach, Stefford says, uh, "Just, just oh, correct sorry. now. Sorry. Cool. Oh, I didn't, I, I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to be rude. You're good. Uh, yeah. Just Dorothy, sort of. Yeah, that makes through. sense. Cool. Um, so let me into the, you know, harmless grandmother vibe. Hi, dear. Seems like some things are happening here. What's next on the agenda? We will now see if our work was enough." Well, it certainly feels like something's happening. Perhaps more than you know. That's what I'm worried about. What happens next? You are kin of the dead, are you not? Dead adjacent, you sure. You do you not feel the wind blowing from beneath the earth? Do I feel the wind blowing from beneath the earth? No. Does the centurion seem to react in any way? Um, I mean, he's very on, on guard and, and mm -hmm. defensive right now. But yeah, this thing seems to know something you don't for sure. Um, any signs of because she wasn't here? Did she any signs of those soldiers that it ate? Helmets. There are like helmets and weapons and stuff. Yeah, around, I think or, yeah. I, nothing organic is how I will phrase it. <laughs> and his, the egg was physically in this world, right? Mm -hmm. Um. Gonna lean into a little um, manipulation and empathy hmm. okay. to try and draw her into bragging about what's gonna come next. Hmm. That makes sense. Trying to get her to be all proud of whatever yeah, she's I think accomplished. It's a fairly natural conversation flow from what she had been saying. So yeah, mm -hmm. um, take a plus two. Hey, hey, we take this. Um, Way to go! So three successes. Um, yeah, you get her to 
keep talking pretty easily. Perhaps I had underestimated the degree to which you are from below. Well, there's a lot of things from down below and they come in different flavors. I'm just curious about which one yeah. this is. Something is coming. Something yeah. unnatural. You don't know, do you? I know not what. We know not what. But we are prepared. As twisted though we may be, we are still remnants of the natural world. Of how it should be. And whatever's in the egg is going to restore it to the way it should be? Or is that something entirely different? I don't believe this place will ever be the same. Be returned to what it was. The gnawing hunger of death stains this land. And just as we have worked through blood and toil to give birth to our agent, so too has the stain of death prepared this place for what is to come. Okay, so there's a hierarchical relationship with the thing in the egg. It's a servant to whatever's running this curl around like a meat puppet, right? This is that an accurate interpretation? That is- uh, that is more or less what has just been told to you, yeah. Makes uh, sense. Some some sort of weird cultist thing. Egg beneath the earth. Yeah, it sounds like a sounds like some shit. Um, is there? Did a crack open up or something with that big rumble? Mm, not that you're aware of, or okay. are anywhere near seeing. Um, Adelaide, you become aware when something supernatural enters your boneyard. Correct. Maybe. I believe that's part of how it works. Yeah, it's part of the condition itself. Characters within Bunyard can't hide their presence or location from the Sand Eater. Supernatural says, yeah, stuff you can know. hide with a clash of wills. I don't see that. Sorry, it's in the Bunyard condition itself. Uh, that's on uh, okay. 306. Yeah. Okay, so it can attempt to resist, but otherwise I will, I will know. Okay. Um, further to the south, at the away from the grove. Um, you feel a spike of presence as something has entered your boneyard, um, and in shifting perceptions over there. Um, you see what looks to be um, a man in dress 
similar to your geists. Uh, an old army uniform, tattered and ratted, um, with a tall, like, tall hat and everything. Um, uh, his arms um, permanently melded with his rifle. Is it dead? Yes, it is a ghost. Um, And more importantly, it is astride a giant wolf. Great. Ash, you don't like this one. (laughs) Um, And the exact location, you realize as you kind of peel back, push back to get a a bigger sight, is uh, this has just come out of A hole in the ground. Ooh. Is it the one that had the people on top of it? Oh. It's a lot bigger than it was. Oh, great. Um, and, uh, the, uh, this ghost aims its sort of fused hands like the the way its elbow and arms are holding the rifle don't they don't make sense um they're wow. they're fused and twisted and um and um you notice two things you notice that there is a um that's this ghost's face is not uh, like the ghost equivalent of flesh that there is a semblance of a face of a mask laid atop it Um, and then the barrel of the gun grows this is reminding me of a Doctor Who episode and not in a good way (laughs) fair Perfect. Um, <laughs> does, does it yeah. grow in length or diameter? It grows in diameter. Uh, uh, and he leans off, sort of still attached, but leaning in the saddle of his of his mount, and just sticks the barrel of the of the gun down over top all of those gathered ghosts. Oh shit! And it sort of almost comically. Um, in 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 ways of uh of movement and and visuals that that don't perfectly make sense, it just sort of wraps around. I'm picturing uh Cell's tail. I knew it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, See, in my head, I'm just seeing a Looney Tunes gun. Yep. I mean, yes. All these, but but horrifying right like it doesn't it's like it 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 sort of hurts your head to look at a little bit even though imagine a dark elmer fudd (laughs) okay don't i'm trying to make this man spooky don't make him elmer fudd uh yeah so is it like eating them 
Yeah, they they move up the barrel of the gun, and just sort of you just see them move, and then that bulge gets smaller and smaller as it gets back towards where the actual shot would be loaded down into. Oh, ghost bullets. Um. Yeah. Um. Hmm. And we're gonna go on a break in just one second, uh, as. Stafford and Cody are standing there and out of the muck and mayhem around them, this just crack opens up in the earth um, and something comes crawling up out of it, a sort of twisted hunk of limbs in both the tree and like Flora Arm. and fauna. <laughs> yeah, in the flora and fauna sense, yeah. Um, um, all, like, blood-red, moss-covered uh, tree trunk arms, you know, the size of a uh, house. Um, the entity is the size of a house. Or the limbs are the size of a house. The I mean, like the hand and arm come up, and they're like the the length of a like small cottage. Whoa! Mm. This is an enormous creature. Yeah, it's real big. The Titan. Um. Yeah. I'm no longer on board for my kaiju battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do it. <laughs> like, wait a second. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, And so on three different parts of the battlefield, we have absolute, um, well, we go from horror to horror to this, like, um, steady, this, like, steady diminishing, um, that Dorothy witnesses as the, um, um, as the priestess of the grove withers uh, and just sort of folds down in on themselves um, and the cloak and the deer skull um, in, entrapments uh, remain seen on the stump. And we'll be back in like five minutes. We're going to get a little break, get some water. Uh, YouTube, you won't even miss us. Twitch guys, uh, don't forget to stay hydrated yourself. And we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, we're back. Um, Time to do some horror stuff. Um, So, uh, Stefford and Cody, you have this very big tree monstrosity crawling its way out of the earth um and i think from your vantage the the arms are coming up on like either side of you and just this like horrifying like blood moss like but i mean kind of kind of int like um but but more flesh mm. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, fleshy tree. Yeah, a fleshy, withered, gross tree thing um, with like spots of amber and rock and bone like crunched into it and all kinds of stuff. Um, that that like face and head and it's like you know a, an eye like you know three feet across and, like pulls itself up out of the ground um, and the the ground around you and like the soldiers around you have just have either gone catatonic and just been like pulled down into the crack or are just fleeing um, breaking, breaking points abound right like and that, that's on both sides like no no one is trying to shoot this thing no one is like capable of rational human thought at seeing this uh, what do you do well Cody's because this may help Ralph as well um, Cody's first instinct especially if the rest of the troops are moving back Cody is basically like hunkering down over Stefford to give Stefford like a moment to look because let's be honest call lets Cody do some damage but when it comes time to actually fuck some shit up that's Stefford but it's Stefford's mm. call hey. um so Cody's basically rage yes uh <laughs> but Cody is basically putting Stefford in a spot where it's like we're either gonna go where we were already kind of headed or Stefford tries to do what damage he can and, you know, Cody's going to back him up. A lot of body, so, a lot of body uh, language there. Makes sense to me. Yeah, I think they're able to communicate well enough at this point. Hmm. Stefford's taking in the scene. He's a bit concerned about engaging the Reaper. I would like to suggest that uh, he has some faint inkling, some faint inclination um, to oppose Reapers when he sees them. Oh, that's true. How? Yeah, I was to say, don't Reapers? know about that yet. Right. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Then. Yeah, it's like at the very edge of the battlefield. I saw it. Yeah, it sounds so like the south. Start, north like, to the north. Sending yeah, cause, ghosts because the boneyard is like campus-sized, and they are at opposite ends of it. Hmm. Gotcha. Yeah, so oh. I would have been sending out runners and also telling the ghosts to uh, deliver this message and then get out. Get get far, far away. <laughs> but they might not have reached you yet. All right. Well, um, then, Chris, do I understand correctly? You're curious how Stafford would respond when he sees the spirit creature emerge? Yeah, this this thing merging out of the ground. Gotcha. I mean, he doesn't want to deal with it. He's going to try and uh, deflect its path if it seems like it's going across the soldiers. So, um, I think he'd communicate to Cody by saying if that vile entity approaches our troops, I'll engage it. Otherwise, I think we must just bear witness. Um, what part of the country is uh, Stafford from? East Coast. Okay. Um, Definitely took some inspiration from Langston Hughes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this thing is approaching your troops in much the way, much the similar fashion that a hurricane approaches the coast. 
Okay, right. gotcha. It is not approaching them in any malevolence. It is dragging its body free of the ground. Um, right, and wonderful. even as you're like trying to figure out what's going on, it's it's another six feet up out of the ground, and you're starting to see the makings of full shoulder mobility and stuff like that happening. Wow. Um, and this thing is already, you know, a dozen feet tall just for the, the head and the shoulders. And hmm. Okay. But again, Stafford uh, wants to be in a position wherein he's going to put his life in the way in the event that uh, that it seems like the entity is engaging in a ceaseless march towards the more vulnerable people. Um, so it's, I guess I get, um, and I know you want it to be cinematic, but yeah. I, I think you would motion to Cody to, to step back a bit and, you know, move move back cautiously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, once it seems like it's crossed the threshold, that's when he'll vent his rage okay. and try and attract its attention. Cool. Yeah, it, like, you're, you're like, backing up away from it and and kind of trying to get out from around the two big hands, mm-hmm. um, kind of pushing down into the ground. Um, and a big, like, sucking, cracking sound of as, as hard stone and, and ground beneath the muck are cracking, but then you hear this very, like, slorpy sort of sucking sound mm-hmm. as it pulls free of the top layers of muck. Um... And makes a, a big progress in it, like its head and face come down, you know, real close to y'all. Oh god! Um, and gets a, gets a uh, a glance, and then just keeps pushing itself back up and and forward and away from you. And um, yeah, you. I think you, without even uh, sort of any sort of like empathy or a cult or anything sort of roll you, you get that this thing is just like taking your measure and then just moved on okay yes Cody I mean Are you muted no oh, okay. no I'm just it's um if if Ralph is ready to engage this thing at least to pester it and chase it away um fastball Special. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Every, the, the size that and everything is here. Happen. Yep. That's certainly a thing that could be done. But really, I'm just giving rough ideas. No, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just waiting for um, confirmation that it's actually attacking the troops. If it's it was not, I'm not assuming it would be attacking so, like, them, but mm-hmm. it's. I mean, people are getting, people are going to get caught in the path of it. But okay, it's, gotcha. It's not venturing towards one battle line or another. It is uh, moving essentially straight down the middle of no man's land. As it, as you, as you gauge what it's doing for the next few mm-hmm. minutes, as it pulls itself like more fully free. Yeah. Um, and there is no. Um, sort of legs mm. to this thing. It is dragging itself. Um, it has, it kind of ends in a tangle of roots and 
Um, yeah, a, tang- a tangle of roots that mimics viscera. Oh, right? okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that ha- it has just pulled itself free. It's the upper and, half and- of a landscape zombie. <laughs> I mean, sort of. Um, and I think you get the sense that it is leaving a trail of something. Oh, God. Um, and yeah, why don't you make a, a wits? Mm, looking at go rolls here. Wits occult, wits science, wits the maybe empathy or, with some negatives trying to it, yeah it. yeah. All right, what would the negative penalty be? Uh, let's do like a minus two. Okay, for empathy, everything else can be kind of flat, and you can pitch me a different role if you're trying to gotcha. kind of understand it a different way. Sure. Would um, empathy count? Is this specialization? Or sorry, emotion, not empathy. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Three successes. Yeah, for both of you. I um, did that with three dice. What the hey? Um, this, from both coming from the wits empathy thing, this thing has a purpose, and it has just detached itself from sustenance to pursue that purpose oh Um, whatever this thing is whatever has been done you get the sense that it will be done in a hurry Mm. or it will fail oh wow okay to get a, a idea of scale chris is there any chance Cody could even uh, I'm imagining this is going to be like a little kid holding back a person like an adult, because that's kind of what I think Cody may end up doing is just trying to push it back, not attack it. Uh, which, Chihuahua trying to hold back a grown man. <laughs> potentially. Yeah. Um, I, It's not quite that, mm-hmm. especially because you're still big, right? Right. Um, Give me a strength athletics minus four okay as you as this thing has crawled past and you try and grab on to like that sort of tangle of roots and that almost especially if you try and grab it feel like slippery slippery and yeah there's some shadow of the colossus in this definitely oh I had multiple modifiers there. With a willpower, it's a plus one. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, you reach these big call-infused hands uh, in and just kind of grab at a knot that you see. Um, And it is the, the roots in your hand are slippery with ichor. Um... And it, it reminds you of plasm, but in a very different way. 
Mm. Oh, there's, sure. There's some sort of supernatural... Supernatural goo, but it's not plasm. Yeah. Um, and you kind of just, like, wrangle your fingers deep into this and, uh, and give it a tug, and it's, like, way through a, a, a big push with its left arm. Um, and, like, it's, yeah, it's this almost, like, swimming sort of, like, push crawl push pull crawl sort of thing um you just like dig your feet in and grab it and try and hold it back uh and it roars in agony um and uh yeah you you stop it mid mid motion um make me a um, just a flat stamina roll. Mm. Like stamina, or, stamina? Uh, stamina, composure. Oh, okay. About that. Sure. Oh, not need athletics. Let's spend another willpower. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. Exceptional. Six successes. Um... Yeah, the 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 roots that you're grabbing onto, and the uh, and the the sort of ichor are trying to eat away your armored hands, um, and trying to like stab into them to to cause pain to get you to let go, um, and it does not make it past your armor, and you or that. The bits that it does, you you manage to hold tight, and you make just a colossal effort and and pull back and drag this thing a few scant inches, but still a colossal effort to to move it backwards towards you. Um. Uh, and it like pushes with one hand and twists and sort of comes up like sitting on its torso at this point uh, or like like it's it's back sort of rolled up right and is now mm. facing you um and there is what had been sort of a cold amber like uh, almost animalistic sort of intelligence in the eye when it like leaned down over to you um, is now gone black and red with fury. Okay. Well, yes, uh, yes, Stafford shakes his head at this as though Jagged Shards knew this was going to happen for sure, right? And yep. Stafford was, um, kind of, uh, naive about this. And witnesses uh, Cody's nobility and self-sacrifice, and is going to try and um, join him and delay him from being consumed or destroyed prematurely. Uh, so Jagged Shards gives uh, Stefford one last moment to make some poetic statement, as and you can hear his voice becoming discordant as the rage is vented. Oh, yeah. And so Stefford can feel this, and he stands up and hastily yells. To the fleeing men, Harry or fleeing troops, Harry thyselves, fools! 
flee the get of Beelzebub, lest you be unborn. And then as his voice becomes um, discordant, he turns back to the, the entity and he says, Fruit of ghastly Amnion, I rebuke you! And then all of the shards come surging out of his form. Hell yeah. Flying straight at his face. Or its face. Sure. Um, give me a... And so give me a big he's going to unlock... Cool. He's going to unlock uh, Rage with, Vin, you know, with uh, the Key of Blood. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I'll just make an attack roll. Because we're abstracting this in a cinematic sense. Yeah, I'll just... That... That oration is uh, good enough for me to be the key of blood unlocked. All right, sweet. <laughs> cool. Yeah, Stafford, you just unload just a, a hail of glass um, into this thing's like face and belly and hands. And hello, welcome back. It's working, working now. Cool. All right. Um, You have caused damage, um, but it does not seem to react to it at, at this point or this scale. Um, like you have, there there are points where like the it's this very like corded mm. branches forming muscles sort of musculature, and there's points where it's ripped, and then you've got like cracked roots that have like un unraveled from the arm and stuff yeah. like that and so there is damage but it, it doesn't seem to have registered it doesn't scream out in, in pain in pain or rage mm-hmm. um, um and it is swatting down towards cody uh and we'll jump back to y'all in a second cool. um, sounds good adelaide mm-hmm. what you doing um i want to try to impede the reaper mm-hmm. um i don't think i'm gonna be able to mess with the reaper of my boneyard but i was hoping i could spook its um dog Ooh. so i was gonna try to right i meant to look up what the shaken condition actually does because i don't think i can actually inflict spooked on a ghost dog it doesn't seem like it would do anything <laughs> um but i want to try to you want to spook a spook yeah, I want to try to make it, like, hesitant. Oh, yeah, what does Shaken do? Because it's not in the guy's book. Um, it's in the mage book. Because I don't think Guilty will do what I want it to. Yeah. Shaken is the severely frightened as well. Yeah, I'm trying to... Um... Yeah, because I don't think I can mess with the Reaper, really. Um, this way, but I'm wondering if I can frighten off its dog. Something has severely frightened your character. Uh, anytime your character is taking action where that fear might hinder her, you may opt to fail the roll and resolve the condition. Yeah, give me a clash of wills. So you're full of your boneyard roll with your used decks to unlock it. So you can uh, yeah, I was with the. Clash. And can I spend a power on this? Um, you yes, are, you're yeah, there. You're, you're there. aware. You're aware and present. So yeah, you can. Um, it is not frightened of me. Well, 
it is for a brief moment. And then the it like hunkers down like uh, I'm not sure what what it, specifically you try and do to, to frighten it, but you do accomplish that. Um, and the, the wolf goes to like hunker down and and um, hide from the source of the fear. Um, which just entering the boneyard is like sort of you just like, oh, no, things yeah. are bad here. Basically, as soon as you step in, it feels weird. And what I was specifically yeah. trying to do was like, I can do like poltergeist things and doing mm -hmm. like earth upheavals near it yeah, to try to sure. try to bluff that there's something big and scary here and you should mm -hmm. go away. Right. Um, and yeah, the, the wolf like almost bucks like a horse for a second, mm. uh, kicks with its back legs and then uh, like cowers down. And then the um, the soldier geist up on, on top just like reaches down and like whispers something into its ear. Uh, and it snarls and gets back up and there's uh, plasm just dripping drool and, and raw bloodthirst um, on its face um, and I, I like the I like the image you've came up you've come up with of how your boneyard works of like literally just sending your eyes or your ears or whatever somewhere else that's fucking horrifying and I'm definitely rolling with that um, and um the um, this this soldier like looks directly into your eyes and the barrel of the gun comes up and there is a, a bang and then uh, you do not see from there your eyes are shunted back to protect you right and don't yeah. make any damage or anything but like see that I'm about to get shot and yeah. withdraw yeah uh yeah and just beyond that trying to tell our ghosts our ghost friends to sure. get Cody and Stafford and then get out sure um do you make your way towards this thing or are you staying like on the front lines and trying to work from a distance for, for now still. I definitely want to say a distance for now because I also know that it knows I'm here. Right. So I don't want to show myself to it if I can. I want it to find me. Yeah. Well, conversely, it might be coming to find you while you're here with all the other soldiers and stuff. So um, I will say you have that thought and that consideration and the option to or the time to think about what you're going to do. I might come back to you to find out that decision. Um, Dorothy. I have a bargain for you. Okay. <laughs> um, I like bargains. I like bargains. Bargains you to go for it. Diviner's jawbone would take like mm -hmm. 10 minutes to do, and it gives me the, um, the common sense merit for a week. Sure. Um, but I don't have 10 minutes. Correct. So I'm wondering if I can, normally I would just like burn the skull in a fire and then consult the uh -huh. ashes or the shards. What if I just smashed it and I got like one question? Counter offer. Sure. I'll give you two questions. Okay. If you put it on. 
Ooh. <laughs> Deal. Hell yeah. <laughs> One yes. shot. Yes. Drive him like you stole him. That's right. So far, you've been all about putting on other. Mm -hmm. And there's a standing order. Anytime you guys get a skull, like, or a head, you got to give it yeah. to me. So. Yep. You have said um, that. Yeah. So this big, like, 12 pointed buck skull. Um, like antlers still attached and everything and like moss and withered vines still wrapped in the horns and everything is still sitting there still like kind of tangled in with the ropes um, and you I'm going to say you straight up feel a, a desire to put them on oh I hold it over my head and just pause for when I look at the centurion and say I don't know what this is going to do <laughs> And then plunk it on. But you use the buddy system. <laughs> um, before I tell you what happens, what are mm -hmm. the questions you're trying to figure out with this? I'm ritual, trying to this common um, sense ritual. <laughs> um, yeah, the question seems kind of limiting, but I'm I'm trying to get an idea of what this thing's weakness would be. I suspect fire, but I'm. So the safest choice isn't really what I'm going for. The safest choice is just to fuck off um, and get out of the battlefield, I think. But um, that's kind of what I'm going for is what's our best way to get rid of this thing from the field? Um, yeah, you, you kind of are, are looking out through a, a gap, not uh, quite where the where the buck's eyes would have been, but um, just a, a, a holes that have been carved into this thing as it turned in the process of turning into a mask. Um, and um, you're seeing some weird shit. Um, and as you glance into the distance as you can see this thing right mm -hmm. um you very clearly feel and understand that it is dying and so the safest way to get rid of it it would be to wait but like all creatures or like all entities of the forest um fire and uh sharpened steel okay am I still in control of my faculties uh you are um uh you are seeing the world through a lens that you are not sure exactly what it is um like Wildlight only different? Yep. Okay. Um, and as you turn to get your bearings, um, you do not see your geist. Ooh. Okay. That's just one sense. Um, I know I'm in Adelaide's boneyard. Um, I need somebody to get her attention. So what if I spent like a plasma or a plasm just to pluck on a thread 
of her web to try and get her attention. Did you buy that? Um, you are not in her boneyard. I am not in her boneyard? Oh. Let me be very clear. You were in her boneyard. You are I'm not, not in, in her, her boneyard. boneyard now. Oh, shit. So I know this. And but when I, I say you cannot go. see your geist, I mean that in the sense of all of your senses. Like, I'm not I'm not where I thought I was. You are not where you thought you were. Well, shit. <laughs> Can you take it um, off? Yeah, and if I take see, it off, um, I still see the same things? Uh, yeah, you still see the same things. Um, and it, it doesn't restrict your vision as much to have the mask off. And not only do you see this giant tree entity, but there are all manner of entities swarming around. Um, you no longer see any soldiers or your friends or anything. Um, there is a blood red moon in the sky. The landmarks all look different and yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, oh. And the the crack in the earth that this entity has crawled as you sort of I, I'm going to say feel compelled to start walking towards it um, to, to go find out a little bit more. Um, the crack in the earth that this thing has just come out of is Uh, it is not rent in the earth but carved and formed it is perfect okay. this is probably a really bad idea but completely out of her depth Dorothy thinks if that trench is what this thing used to get back to our world maybe there's a portal at the bottom that she can use to get where she wants to be. So <laughs> these are definitely thoughts. Yes. <laughs> I get this curtain, grandmother, I mean, rush her way towards the um, towards the rim in the earth. Cool. Yeah, but it came through, so maybe you can too. Maybe. <laughs> um, Skidoos, we can. Yeah, you. Um, you make it to the to the end of this tunnel, rent in the earth thing. Um, it's. I'm gonna use the ad the adjective O'Keefean. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's evocative, George yeah. O'Keefe. Yeah, yeah, I know uh, what you mean. Yep, you did use the word womb earlier. So yeah, makes some uh, sense to me. To use another adjective, Yonic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, here we go. And um, yeah, there is a a dark cavern. Um, slick with viscera and ichor that uh, up close seems like uh, a different form of some sort of yeah as we said earlier supernatural goo something akin to plasma but doesn't make sense is there like a portal hole shimmery thing at the bottom like what we see when we go through there's no light Wow. It is a hole in the ground. Her daughter once said to her a little phrase called faith, not fear. 
Mm. So, not knowing how she got here or how to get back, she knows that that thing came from here and got to our world. She'll jump and hope. I'm also aware that since my geist isn't here, if I die here, I'm just dead. I don't know. That is certainly a thought you could have in character, right? Yeah. Right. Um. Um, but she's thinking about the boys on the front lines, those soldiers that aren't going to stand a chance against this thing. And she's going to take a gamble. Um, you slide down into the dark, uh, and we'll we'll come back to you here in a second. Um, Stafford and Cody. Um, can I pause just for a sec? Uh huh. Do I still have access to my haunts without my geist? Let's find out that in a second, because I'm going to tell you what's going on with your geist here in just one sec. Um, screaming across the battlefield, Stefford and Cody, directly towards this massive beast, uh, or whatever this entity is, comes uh, of familiar form, um, clad in frost-sheened Roman armor um, with a gladius gleaming in the um, rapidly fading uh, afternoon light um, as a fully unhinged and unattached to Dorothy uh, Lost Centurion comes screaming and just buries its sword right in this thing's belly and just unthinking just slashing <laughs> and it is uh, not loving that <laughs> to say the least as even more damage than like Stafford accomplished is like the mm. like if if this thing were to be described as having ab- abdominal muscles it is shredding them uh, Cody, what you do? Cody is thinking, wow, wait, wait, Dorothy wait. had a really great idea. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and is thinking, you know what? Two, two, you know, two is better you than play one. That game. <laughs> do it. Yep, and so say the words. Uh, yeah, say the words. Let her journey, rip. journey before destination. <laughs> unleash nope, the geist. <laughs> yeah, we're we're letting it uh, it that bleeds off the chain, um, and with a very specific. And he knows this is not a command that he can necessarily give, um, or necessarily that it will be obeyed. But specifically, just we have to stop it. It's the only mm. purpose, and. Uh, because I was also digging through and double checking that my haunts don't end. I just can't spend plasm. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, we don't know what its purpose is. Nope. <laughs> is letting anyone, it go so of bad? Anyone on the battlefield, Adelaide has perhaps the best vantage point of what this thing might be for. Right. Um, because you, you've you got a sense of what's going on and this thing is trying to move in the exact direction of this uh, rider and, and and wolf 
Let um, them fight. Let them fight. Um, but uh, I hear unleashed. We're yep. doing unleashed. Um. So yeah, you are loose, free to act upon the world directly rather than through the powers of the bargain. An unleashed Geist is a powerful force, but that power comes with increased vulnerability. Yep. Uh, you are materialized. Yep. You got essentially hit the bleeds takes over Cody's body. Uh, no, no, it, it is just unhit- separate. Oh, it unlocks. Oh, okay. Yep. Got it. Okay, it basically um, comes out of me. Yep. You thing. share plasm and willpower pools with your bound senator. You treat innate keys as influence with dot ratings equal to your rank. Um, and you're, you can use any haunts your bound knows with a dice pool of power plus rank plus haunt. Um, yeah. Meanwhile, I have the weakened bond. I can't spend plasm. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure it's always just a great thing to do. Yep. And it gets energy beats back. afterwards. I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So what is what is it that bleeds doing as it? I mean, curls itself. Yeah. For for me, I I I am imagining it potentially just diving in either with uh, the Lost Centurion, um, or more likely pushing this thing back. Um, perhaps you can use your influence of blood. Ooh. Sorry, Chris. Did you just say I get to play my Geist? Uh, yeah, I sure did. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, because what rank? The goose is loose. Uh, equal to yeah, two rank. Okay. Yep. Um, plus it's pretty decent, uh, power. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it doesn't have any Numina, does it? Nope. Okay. Um. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it, it would, I feel like, but maybe not in this form. No, because they have, specifically yeah. because they have access to haunts, so. Right. Um, actually, Yeah. How much plasm do I have? I have three plasm. It could call. <laughs> um, I don't know what that would How does that even work? But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That was like, uh, you know, we're not. We'll mess with that later. Um, In the interest of a more cinematic thing, I think just rolling a, a blood influence and just like, yep, that's kind of what I was thinking. Doing this sort of. I'm, I'm imagining it that bleeds in this sort of like feral blood monster, but like almost sorceress control of blood and ichor. I was thinking and like this, this thing is dying. Blood, blood storm. Yeah. What's up? Yeah, essentially. Yeah. From Avatar. Uh, power plus rank, I think, would be appropriate. Yes. Makes sense to me. I think that's right. And shares willpower, so I will spend my last willpower. <laughs> for an exceptional success. That's an exceptional success. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, yeah. You, you just Cody just lets go. Ooh, and mm-hmm. 
this the the call unwraps from around him he shrinks back down to, to normal size um and this like sort of blood we've described it as like non-human looking right like very like dr- dragon-ish but like mm-hmm. no scales and just like blood and viscera and bones um and oh it that bleeds thing... has it has a human shape but it okay. would never be like it doesn't look like uh it doesn't a look person. like a flayed person right it looks like a blood golem right 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 right, right. that's right okay um either way um yeah with with claws and bones and, and blood that just like leaps up onto the the belly area where um where Lost Centurion is and just like rips whole hunks out of this thing's belly um and just like it's like it's like putting roots into its mouth and like sucking mm. it dry and just like very clearly dealing aggravated damage to this thing yeah um yeah that's that's yep. gross <laughs> and awesome um Stafford um I should have mentioned uh let's see uh so what Stafford is now going to do is when he realizes that this thing is uh, sensitive to that, he's going to, or that um, intensifying the damage uh, is actually the right way to go. He's uh, finally going to use, um, he's now at rage four. He's finally going to use that enhancement that renders the shards uh, or causes them to do aggravated damage. Uh, so he's going to uh, uh, emboldened, Stafford emboldened by, or actually, what am I saying? Right? It's, it's him and, and Jagged Shards. So I'll just say this um, Jagged Shards, uh, partially incensed, or I think this is the impression that Stafford gets, not trying to dictate what Jagged Shards is, mm-hmm. is thinking, right? But their state of synergy, um, partially incensed by the fact that the 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 creature seemed inured to his, his first onslaught and then also that other people are getting in Doing on the action better. yes exactly yeah, <laughs> being upstaged yes yes yeah. exactly right um i thought it was called it that bleeds not it that causes bleeding <laughs> yes <laughs> get mad bingo so. so there are two guys there uh so uh yeah yeah stefford uh, then spins additional plasm, and um, all of a sudden, those shards take on a different aspect, um, and they become much more potent. And uh, he directs them. He does two things. Stuff directs them. He directs them at the face of the entity, so he can cause cool. aggravated damage. Uh, and he's going to invoke. Where's rage? Oh, rage. Ah, it ended. All right. Um. He's going to inflict a tilt with the the enhancement, the second Mm -hmm. dot enhancement. Mm -hmm. I think maybe blinded might be a good idea. Um, Or something else that impairs it. Yeah, sounds great. Cool. And entirely cinematic, whatever makes sense to you. That's Mm -hmm. basically what he's trying to do. He directs. All right. Wonderful. Yeah. So all of a sudden, aggravated damage to his head and face. 
who get my attention now, and the howl coming out of them intensifies even further. And I'll make an attack roll. I think it's mm -hmm. So, cool. Happy to do that. And as instructed before, adding in the key attribute. And that's enough. One success will do it. Yep. Um, yeah, it is not as spectacular as... Um, as it that bleeds going on a rampage, but oh, yeah, a, a, a precise, precise, and um, yeah, just a, a, a more precise strike, yeah, um, to deal as much damage as possible. Um, and this, the I would say the whole like right eye socket of this thing is just blown away in a, in a hail of shards Ooh. um this thing is looking uh damaged for sure <laughs> <laughs> having just been uh ripped ripped quite a bit apart yeah um i do want to go to them okay and just I do want to try to get them to stop. Like, we have a bigger concern. Uh, if we can get our people out of the way of, yes, yes, <laughs> we have a bigger concern. Um, can I, like, roll to see if I think it would be bad for the guy, for the Reaper to get this? Because I don't know anything about spirits. I don't know what this is. Right. Um... Yeah, give me like a wits occult. Wits occult. Okay. I have a, a vague feeling of what's what's the vibe going to be if, if this goes wrong, or that is is sense. this going wrong, or yeah. kind of thing? Because yeah, my first thought is if this can slow down the Reaper, that's good. Yeah. Four successes. Ooh. Um, I think you recognize that this thing is powerful and dangerous, but you, yeah, I think you, you have a, a sense of dread of like, if this thing were to be destroyed or taken by the, the, uh, the Reaper that you, you recognize as a Reaper at this point, you just be flat out about that. Um, having seen the mask. That it can like eat it or something. Yeah, I mean, you have no idea what the fuck this thing is, but there is a lot of a sort of deathly resonance, even if this thing isn't a ghost. Um, okay. And yeah, I think we will um, we'll put a put a pause on this as Adelaide strides up onto the scene. Um, trying to figure out and the like hackles on your neck rise um as you like stare up at this thing and then turn around and about a hundred yards away is this you know ten foot tall 
wolf uh, with a guy a on top with a, with a <laughs> something with a horrifying something riding it um and dorothy sliding into the dark in another world chat brought up a good question and because i I kind of prompted here does adelaide recognize that dorothy isn't here anymore yes yeah i would be able to tell that you definitely know that dorothy's not in the boneyard (laughs) Uh she is not her geist is yep so that's Um, that's fine uh we can can have craig playing uh because you He's absolutely unleashed as well. Right. Um, now that I remember how that actually works. Because I thought it was like a next level above even like call or rage where they like just completely like you invert the sort of relationship. Right. Yep. But no, it's just like, let me unattach for a little bit. Yep. Come on out. Um. So, yeah, I hope you all enjoyed some spooky shit. Uh, unfortunately, this will be a two week cliffhanger. Uh, as we have some stuff going on next week we will not be playing but we will be solidly into October when we return and uh, figure out what's gonna what's gonna happen with all this we'll see um, thank you all for joining us again uh, if you want to come hang out and talk about uh, this this lovely spooky series or anything else that we've got going on uh, you can come join our discord uh, eat2.space um and if you like us enough that you want to give us some of your hard-earned dollar dues for us to put towards character art uh equipment upgrade that sort of thing uh check us out on patreon that is uh staylucky.club for short um thank you so much and y'all stay spooky Bye. bye everybody